Sweet, sweet sister friend, I am so excited about season two of the Lace with Grace Fully Embraced podcast. I'm so excited to dive deeper into our relationship with Christ together, deeper into our love of our bodies and, and being grateful for the temple that God has given us to care for, to nourish, to exercise, to work out for worship and not just weight loss and to really, really focus and make him the center and the foundation, the motivation of our fitness journey. Because I truly believe if we make him the foundation of our fitness journey, it becomes much more doable. It becomes less overwhelming. It becomes much more fulfilling. And I'm excited to grow in this with you. Let's get it. Let's go. Hey, hey, sweet sister. So I am recording this while my littlest is down for a nap and I am praying that I get through this whole episode without him waking up and not hearing my voice. So I'm going to try not to get too excited, too sassy, too fired up because I know I can get kind of loud on here. So let's run through this really quick. Um, Today's podcast is actually based on a comment that was made to me in the last couple of weeks and I thought, ooh, that would be so good to cover on the podcast. And I feel like a lot of you... um, Um, may really, really need this as well. So we're going to talk about, you know, what if you're a beginner? What if, and even if you're not a beginner, I think you're still going to get something good out of this. So please keep listening in. I think the Lord may have something for you here. I have a couple scriptures here and a couple of things that may be some good gut punches for you. Okay. So just listen in, just, just really tune in, ask the Lord to open up your heart and your mind, even if you're not a beginner in your fitness journey, because some of these things I actually heard from a recent sermon at church um, and they were gut punches for me as well. So I want to be able to share them with you in today's podcast episode. So where do I even begin? I'm a, I'm a beginner and I don't even know where to begin with this whole fitness and faith walk. Like what in the world? What do I do? So when she said that, obviously I asked her first if she'd listen to the podcast and then we kind of had a conversation from there. But I thought, you know, there may be quite a few people that they're just now stumbling upon like my social or any content the Lord's placed on my heart to put out there or maybe in this podcast and they're like this is all great stuff but like I don't even know where to start like can we just start at the beginning so today is all about that we're going to talk about where to start the first thing I want to share with you number one is we need to start small when we start on our health and fitness journey the biggest mistake I see a lot of women make is they want to go from never working out at all and eating very poorly to completely transforming their entire mindset, their entire heart set, their entire body, their entire habit habits that they've developed for years and years and years. And what that does is it doesn't create consistency because it more so creates burnout. And if we want uh, sustainability, I don't even know if that's a word, I just made it up, but sustainability, we want to sustain our health and fitness journey. We want it to become a daily consistent habit. If we get burnout really quickly, like how in the heck is that going to help us, right? So consistency, consistency is a game changer. And that will not happen with burnout. And sustainability is what we want to end up. That's the main goal. So how can we start small? So say you've never worked out before or you've been years of not working out or you're just slowly getting back to things. Don't go from zero to 100. Don't go from working out not at all to working out seven days a week. Like, please don't do that. If you can stay consistent for an entire month, like working out for two days a week, I want you to do that. Okay, two days a week. And then the next month, you're going to stack on top of that. You're going to work out for three days a week. And then the next month, you're going to stack on top of that. You're going to start working out four days a week. Maybe you need to just start off with a 10 minute walk each day for five days a week. And you not even a full workout, but just a walk, just a 10 minute walk. And you want to start out with being consistent with that. So start with that. And then you want to add on making sure you get half a gallon of water in a day or 
60, like, I don't know, 60 ounces of water a day. You want to work on that. So you're going to start implementing that more. Um, you want to make sure you're eating a wholesome breakfast first thing with a lot, with a lot of lean protein first thing in the morning, right? So those little things start habit stacking on them, or maybe you just want to make sure you're making a habit of getting your Bible. That should be number one. Like if you can't do anything else right now, I want you to try to make it a point and try to make it a daily habit to get into your to get into the word, to spend time with Jesus. Maybe it's five minutes a day. You wake up and the first thing you do is you grab your Bible off the nightstand, not your cell phone. Ooh, that's even good for me. Like that's like really good for me because I'm like instantly wanting to come on and serve and like message people back and look at my inboxes, look at my emails um, and make sure that I'm available for y'all or pick out my phone like and, and make sure I do that boomerang in the morning, right? With the timestamp on it saying, Hey, I'm up. Like who else is up? Um, but we need to first start grabbing our Bible. Like, Ooh, that would, that would be such a game changer. If that's the first thing that came to our mind, like Jesus was the first thing that came to our mind every morning when we woke up, how beautiful would our day be, right? So work on small things and then build on them. And that's called habit stacking. So you start with one small habit. And then from there, you just build after you stay consistent with that one habit. Don't move on too quickly. So if you, if you do the two days, if your goal is two days um, a week for a month, but you don't get it until a month and a half, you're not consistent at it until like a month and a half. You're like, okay, I'm feeling really good about this. That's fine. Again, don't compare your journey to anyone else's. This is your journey and you need to remember that your mindset is, I want to remain consistent at this. I don't want to reach burnout because that doesn't help anyone. Number two, make sure you are working for him, which is the Lord and not man. And the scripture I want to share with this is Colossians 3.23. Whatever you do, do it or work at it with all of your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters. And for human masters, we could just put in there like humans in general, like don't work and do this journey for men, for, and that's men and women. So a lot of times in our fitness journey, it can feel really freaking good to get compliments, to hear people be like, oh, you're so disciplined. You're so motivated. You have so much energy. You look really good. Oh my gosh, what are you doing? Like all those comments Yes, it's, it's, we like them and it's helpful and it is encouraging, but we're not doing this for compliments and encouragement from men, like from females, from human beings. Like we're not working for a man. We are working for the Lord. We are doing this journey to give him glory, to thank him for our temples, um, for giving us an able body, doing this in gratitude. Like we are doing this all for worship for him and being in that mindset. And if we start, and the negative comments can affect us too. Like we can even have negative people that stop us in our tracks when it comes to our fitness journey. And they can be like, you're never going to lose that weight. Oh, you're never going to get up at 5 a.m. You're never going to do this. You're never going to be able to do that. And why in the world would we allow those comments and those negative things to hold us back either? Because again, we're not working for a man. We're not working for women. We're not working for human beings. We are working for the Lord and we are doing this journey for him. So remember Colossians 3.23. Please remember this. We always win when we are running for the audience of one. When you are working out, when you are performing for the audience of one, which is the Lord, you're always going to win. He always wins. Love always wins. He is love. So just remember that. Write that down somewhere if you need to. We always win when we are running for the audience of one. Okay? So I really, really absolutely loved that. And those negative and those positive affirmations or those condescending comments, you just let those go. 
And remember, you are not working out for them. You are not on this fitness journey for them, for for human beings, for your friends, for your coworkers, for your family members, for your spouse, for your kids. You're not just on this journey for them. Yes, it's going to benefit them and it's going to serve them. And you're going to be able to step into your purposes and the things that the Lord and the different titles and the things that the Lord has for you in your life. You're going to be able to serve them and love them at your best capacity, right? But this is not about them first. This is about Jesus. This is about honoring him and worshiping him through movement. Number three, you want to do something that actually brings you joy. So if our main goal is consistency and sustainability, how in the world are you going to, are you going to expect yourself to be consistent at something that you absolutely hate? If you hate to run, don't make yourself run. If you hate lifting weights initially, don't make yourself lift weights initially. Now, strength training and cardio are both very, very beneficial, okay? And there are different ways to implement these things. So you don't have to run to get cardio. You could do a dance class. You could do some hit interval training class at a gym. You could get some random workout videos off of YouTube. Um, again, dancing or hit work, hit training. There's a, I think it's Nourish Move Love or Move Nourish Love, one of those. But she's on um YouTube and I I found her um when I was in my season of my post-op knee surgery for my last my my third knee surgery where I had my both my meniscus basically I have like hardly any meniscus left in that knee but I had it removed and what's like the the literal word for it? I can't think of it right now. I'm a nurse and I can't even think of the freaking word but meniscectomy I think something like that. Anyways, so I had that removed and I was very limited in movement, but I was, I didn't want to get into like a depressive state because movement really, really helps me with my mental and emotional health. It just does. And like I've shared before, I feel a lot more connected to the Lord. I pray during that time. It's just kind of like a me and the Lord thing. Um, it's our thing. But anyways, I found her because someone had shared with me some seated workouts and like your lower body is not utilized, but they were freaking amazing workouts. And she has tons of different other stuff. She's, I think she's a personal trainer, but she has a ton of stuff on YouTube, but just find stuff like that, like that you enjoy and that you're like, this is really fun. Maybe you want to do kickboxing or maybe um, yoga or Pilates or different classes that you have at at a local gym or I don't know, just something that you can actually swimming, like something that you enjoy don't make yourself, it's good to challenge yourself. Like when you get in the habit of doing a fitness routine, like I like to challenge myself to do things that I don't normally like to do. Like I never used to like weightlifting, but I made myself do it eventually because I had gotten to a habit of doing things that I did love, but I made myself do it because I knew that it was good for my health. It was going to help with my bone density. And once I started doing it, I honestly like began to fall in love with it. And once I made it a routine thing and I realized how good it was for me and all the health benefits of it as being a woman and, and lifting weights and getting stronger and toning and how you can do that so much more with lifting weights and resistance training than you can with just cardio, um, I just, I absolutely ended up falling in love with it. And it was just a new kind of fitness that I didn't realize that I actually needed or wanted. So do something initially that brings you joy if you are first starting out, because there's no way you're going to stay consistent if you absolutely hate and loathe what you are doing. That's just going to set you up for failure right off the gate. And I don't want that for you. Um, and also don't try to do something just because someone else is doing it and it's working well for them. So if you see someone getting epic results, again, we're not working out for results. We're working out for the Lord, working out to glorify him and worship him. So if you 
see someone else doing something and they're getting awesome freaking results. You're like, well, I'm going to do that. And then you try it and you hate it. Stop doing it. Just don't. Like we're all on our own journey. We're all running our own race. Like this is not about other people. This is about us and the Lord. Okay. So stay, stay in your lane. Okay. Stay on your pace. Number four, take away decision fatigue and overwhelm by actually having a plan. Figure out what you want to do. Find a fitness program, find videos that you like to follow and make a plan out. Have it as like an appointment that you would with like your work schedule or a date with your husband or like make it a date, make it a date on your calendar, put it on your calendar as a meeting with you and the Lord and your fitness plan. Okay. Same thing with your nutrition. When we don't have a plan, we're literally just running around aimlessly and we don't really know what we're doing. And it all, it, for me personally, if I have too many options, I get fatigued. I don't know how to make a decision. I get overwhelmed. I want you to take the overwhelm out. One thing that's really helped me, and again, I am not a body coach. Um, I haven't been with body for almost two years now, but I was for about six and a half years. I was with Beachbody. And what has helped me the most massively, and I don't, I don't need to think about what I'm doing. I just show up. Like I, I have, I have workouts that I know exactly what the trainer is going to tell me to do. Like he just tell, they just tell me what to do. I do the moves. I turn my tablet on. I turn my tablet off on my bike, and then I'm done. Or I get on the bike and I listen to the trainer on my bike rides. Or I go out for a run. Like I just know what I'm going to do because I've been doing it for a while. But I also took the decision fatigue out because I, I. I invested in a plan like you you may have to invest a little bit of money and time into this like and and there's nothing wrong with not investing money into it but for me personally I needed someone to just tell me what to do if I went into a gym today I probably wouldn't have any idea what to do like if I was just flying at the seat of my pants I wouldn't know what to do I would get overwhelmed I would get anxious I would feel defeated and I would just want to stop like I wouldn't want to even do it I literally have to just turn on a tablet and I have a personal trainer in my workout room with me every day and they just tell me what to do and it is so freaking beneficial and it takes all of that fatigue out. So when we have half-hearted efforts, we will give half-hearted or we will get half-hearted results. So when we give half-hearted efforts, we will get half-hearted results. Winging it will never help us or honor God in the process. winging it, just completely winging it when it comes to our faith walk, when it comes to our fitness journey, when it comes to our nutrition, when it comes to our mothering, our wifing, all things, just winging it all the time. It doesn't help us. It doesn't serve us. And it doesn't help our relationship or honor the Lord. Like, because we're just kind of stumbling all over the place and we're getting overwhelmed and then self-sabotage sets in and self-defeat and all of these negative things that we just we can just avoid completely if we have a plan and we eliminate the decision fatigue and the overwhelm by having that plan, okay? The other thing I wanted to share is a plan gives us confidence and eliminates uncertainty. So when you have a plan, it helps you know, okay, this is what I'm doing today. And that gives you confidence that you know already what you are doing for that day. You know what the routine is going to look like. You know what your nutrition is going to look like. You know what it is going to be. You know what the plan is. And it eliminates uncertainty, which again, gives you more confidence, okay? So have a plan. And then number, oh, and I also wanted to say 1 Corinthians 9, 27 is the scripture that I, I, this is one I absolutely love just because it has a lot to do with running too. Like I've been able to 
you know, associate running and some scriptures. And I just, I love the run your race scriptures. Like they are just beautiful. Um, do not run like someone aimlessly. So running like someone, someone aimlessly, like we just said, and this is in your, that that's talking about your faith walk, but I, I love the, um, not the pun, but what's the word I'm looking for? Just the association with running and um, working out that we can utilize that scripture for is just really, really freaking cool. But don't run like someone who's running aimlessly. And that's talking about in our faith journey, in our in our walk with the Lord. But we can do that in our prayer life, in our mothering, in our wife life, um, in other relationships, in our career. Have a plan. Have a plan in your nutrition. Have a plan in your fitness. Have a plan in your mothering. And yeah, you know, sometimes maybe having a plan, like you can't, you can't always have a plan in your mothering, right? Because not everything goes as planned. <laughs> Those of us who have kiddos, we know that not everything is going to go as planned. A lot of times they don't, but to have some kind of idea, to have some kind of goal, to have some kind of mindset towards that, it helps us, it helps us be more, um, certain in, in our, in our journey and in our walk with the Lord, in our walk with mother life, in our walk with being a wife, in our walk with fitness, in our walk with nutrition. It just helps us be more confident in that, okay? And, and knowing where we're going. Um, cause if we don't know where we're going, like who else is, like, it's good too, obviously, to hand that all over to the Lord, but having a plan with him and sharing that with him and like, okay, Lord, if this is what you want for me, reveal it to me. Let me know. Um, but this is where my heart is. Is this, is this what you want for me? I would just pray that out loud to him and just chat with him about that. And then number five. So, oh, I have one more other point about number four, actually. So just like we don't fall into a good relationship with Christ, neither do we fall into good shape. And fall into is in quotes on both those. So just like we don't have, we don't fall into a good relationship with Christ and we have to actually work at it. We don't just fall into a good relationship or a good, first of all, a good relationship with our body, a good relationship with food, a good relationship with fitness, but we don't just fall into good shape. So someone is not, someone may look like they're in good shape. They may look lean. They may look small. They may look like they have a lot of muscle, but does that mean they're actually in shape physically? Not necessarily. We don't just fall into that. We have to work at it. We have to have a plan. We have to implement change, right? We have to get uncomfortable. So I just wanted to share that with you too. Number five, accountability. If you are a beginner and you don't know where to start, please grab some accountability sisters. Like I use that term in our Grace Lit groups often um, in our prep weeks every single month. At the beginning of each month, we have something called prep weeks in our Grace Lit groups, which is just, let me just explain what Grace Lit groups are. Gracelet groups are designed to make sure that you have accountability in your faith faith walk and in your fitness journey, in your nutrition, in your hydration, and just your overall mindset about viewing your body as Christ would view it and remembering that this whole journey is about worship and honoring your temple, not necessarily about results. Results are the benefits, but we're doing it for the benefactor. I share that a lot on this podcast too, and I love that that terminology there. We, the benefits are amazing, and we are blessed with them from the Lord, um, but that is not the re- main reason we're doing it. We are doing it for the benefactor, which is Jesus. We're doing it for him. But grab accountability because iron sharpens iron. I know that's another scripture in, in, in the Bible. Um, I don't know it right off the top of my head. As I've shared before, I, I can't just like regurgitate that stuff right off the top of my head sometimes. But iron sharpens iron. And if we want to change, if we want to become better, if we want to um, challenge ourselves and really push ourselves, having other people around us to help us stay accountable to our workouts, stay accountable to our Bible time and our prayer time and having that right mindset, that's so huge. Like I saw, or I, I yeah, I read and saw a, a quote from someone that I follow on actually on Instagram 
that was like, um, be around five smokers and you'll be the six, be around, um, you know, two alcohol, four or five alcoholics and you'll be this fifth or sixth one, like be around this or that. Like it just kept saying, be around these kinds of people and you'll end up being the next one. Is that the case for everything? Not necessarily like don't take, like take that with a grain of salt, but it was a really good example of the people who you surround yourself with. You start developing some of those habits you start developing some of those mindsets. You start developing some of those characteristics. So make sure that you are surrounding yourself with a community that is strong in trying to make sure that their mindset and their heart sets are first set on Christ. Okay, if that's what your goal is, please, please, please surround yourself with other women. I, I, girlfriend, I have a community where you can tap into it. I'm actually going to link it in the show notes for you, but I have a community that you can tap into called Lakes with Grace Fully Embraced. And that is my ministry community where I am really, really focused on making sure that y'all set your mindsets and your heart sets on Christ in your fitness journey. And it's not about results. It's not about losing weight. It is about worship. It's not about losing the weight. It's about worship and worshiping the Lord and being so grateful for the body he's given us and the temple he's given us and being able to have a healthy dwelling place for the Holy Spirit. And I'm all about making sure that we let the scale go, that we let our mindsets about what we look like go, that we can view ourselves and our bodies through God's lens and not our own and not the world's and really just focus on developing healthy habits that will inevitably help us have physical results. But that's not our first focus and that's not where I want our heart sets and our mindsets. And I help in this ministry. I have something, like I said, Gracelet groups. I've started Gracelet groups and their monthly accountability groups to help you check in with you every day on different topics topics, um, and giving you recipes and meal plan ideas, um, giving you little mindset tricks and hacks. And and then I have other co-hosts and leaders within the community that will come on and share, you know, some of their journeys and their testimonies with their faith and with their fitness and just kind of helping you get connected to people who we're all on this journey together. Like we're all on our own journey but we're doing it together and we're, 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 we're sharpening each other. We're helping each other become the very best versions of ourselves in Christ. However, we're all individually beautiful, individually have different gifts. Christ created us very different from each other, but it doesn't mean we have to do this journey alone. It doesn't mean he wants us to be alone. There's actually a scripture that talks about how there is power in multiples of us being together and groups of us being together. And so that's kind of what I wanted the Gracelet groups to be like is to make sure you don't know that you don't have to do this alone. Um, no matter where you're at in your journey, you're able to join these Gracelet groups. But please get some accountability. Even if you don't join these Gracelet groups that are an online ministry group, um, and it's completely free. It doesn't cost you a, di- a dang thing, um, which is something I absolutely love that the Lord has blessed me with the be- ability to be able to do that. But <sighs> just remember, you don't have to do this alone. And he doesn't want you to. The Lord doesn't want you to do this alone. But grab a girlfriend, grab some sisters, um, grab some coworkers, grab some family members, whoever it may be, a mentor, it may be at work or a mentor at church or a small group at church, and start asking each other to hold each other accountable in this walk, in your faith, in your fitness journey, in your Bible time, in your prayer time, and all the things to help us step into the very best version of ourselves that Christ has created us to be. So let's go over these five one more time. So if you're a beginner, where do you even start? Number one, I want you to start small and you're going to start habit stacking. Number two, I want to make sure that you're working for him, the Lord, and not for man. Number three, do something that actually brings you joy, okay? Number four, 
take away decision fatigue and overwhelm by having a plan. Find a plan, pray over a plan, ask the Lord to reveal a plan to you. Go to someone, go to a mentor, to someone you trust, someone you can message me if you want. I can get you connected to someone that can get you connected to the same programs and workouts that I do, the same nutrition kind of stuff that I take in, the same supplements that I take, all those things. I can get you connected to someone. I may not be a coach anymore in that company and partnered with them, but I can get you connected to someone, I promise. So take away the decision fatigue and the overwhelm because that doesn't serve anyone. Number five, get some accountability. Iron sharpens iron. Sweet, sweet sister friend, I love you so much. And if this touched you, if this blessed you in any way, please share it with a girlfriend. Please share it to your stories and tag me. Do a screenshot, do a screen recording of my voice and of this podcast on something that may have stuck out to you that that was really, really heartfelt and that you felt like the Lord was trying to reveal to you today. Um, And I just pray that you open up your heart and open up your mind each and every week when you get to listen to this podcast. And I hope that he is transforming you through my voice and through my lungs and using me to help you and to guide you and to mentor you. I love you so, so freaking much. Share this on your stories. Let other people know about this podcast. Again, not for my glory, but for his, because I really feel like we are making such big impact. He is making such big impact through the Lace with Grace Fully Embraced Ministry community, and I am so proud of you. Let's get it. Let's go.